Hello, this is Jocelyn, and welcome to the Meliora Mentor Podcast. I help those who are in pursuit of a better, as that is what Meliora means in Latin, better, or in the pursuit of a better. Specifically, I help dreamers with an inner desire who are having a hard time making progress to fulfill their goals to find doable steps without making drastic changes to their everyday lives. And I can help you too. And a lot of it actually begins in our mind. Reaching our goals and doing the things that we desire to do in our lives, starting habits, stopping habits, they all start in our minds. Doing these things, starting better habits, stopping bad habits, They all start in our minds with the thoughts we think, and that is what I want to encourage. I want to encourage you to improve your thoughts so that you can reach your goals, so you can have your better habits, so you can stop doing the things that you want to stop doing, and start doing the things that will lead to a healthier, happier, stable, and a better you. Today, I thought it was appropriate to kind of give you a little bit of background of the thoughts I have thought in the past (laughs) and how I've kind of been on this journey. And there will be some awesome takeaways for you in this podcast episode that you will be able to apply in your own life. And that's what I want to do. I want to add value to your life. And I hope I can do that and articulate the things that are in my thoughts that are in my mind and my heart to where you can implement them yourself. When I was a young girl, I dreamed of being a mom. That's all I aspired to be. I was one of those girls that went to a religious church school to find my MRS degree. (laughs) I wanted to get married. I wanted to be a missus and I wanted to be a mom. I even remember as a kid, we had one of these life-size Barbies that had been passed down from a cousin, and there was a time that I pretended that this Barbie was my daughter. And every day when I'd have to go to school, I pretended that I was getting on the bus to go to work. Because in my local area, there's actually a spot for the government that people can work that they have to take a bus to get out there. They call it the site. So I just pretended that I was going to my own site work while my daughter was being babysatter at home while I was at work, but I pretended I was her mom. I would pretend to dress her. Well, I wouldn't pretend. I would dress her. (laughs) I would feed her. I would take her with me. And that is what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a mom. Fast forward quite a few years and I become a mom. I was thrown into motherhood a little bit faster than I was prepared for (laughs) in a couple ways. Those will be stories for another time, though. And it was decided that I would stay home with the baby because that's what I always wanted to do. And with my husband's finances, we figured we could make it work. And so that was our goal. We were going to make it work and I was going to start fulfilling my dream of being a stay-at-home mom. Let me tell you something. It wasn't all I thought it was going to (laughs) be. It was so hard. I went from working two jobs and going to school full-time to being a full-time mom. And the mental games that I played inside my head were... They were real. 
and they were kind of scary at times. My husband has even said, I was really kind of scared for you that first year of our son's life. He's like, I didn't know if you were going to be okay. And there were times where I wondered if I was going to be okay. I wondered what the point of life was, why I was doing this. And I had a whole new respect for moms who had been stay-at-home moms. It was not like I thought it was going to be, and I felt bad. I even had to repent (laughs) for those judgments that I held against moms who worked because I thought that a place for a mom was in the home, and that's what I wanted. But now that I was in the home, I didn't think I wanted it so much. I missed friends. I missed socializing. I missed making my own money. I missed... I missed going places, I missed doing activities, I missed seeing people and talking to people. I missed being busy, and I wasn't sure how to fill my time. I didn't know how to get my thoughts under control. They were kind of going crazy, like, this is really hard. What are you doing? You are not cut out for this. This is terrible. This is not fun. Have you ever had those feelings with something in your life? (laughs) Even something you've wanted to do? For a long period of time and you've had these thoughts that I'm not quite so sure if I want this anymore. Yeah, that was me and I was not quite so sure if I wanted stay-at-home motherhood anymore. I got to a pretty low place mentally. I don't know, don't really think I was depressed, but I definitely was a little anxious, maybe a lot anxious. And not satisfied or happy with my place in life. But I still wanted to be a mom. So I was having these conflicting things going on in my head. So there was constantly this back and forth. Maybe I should just go back to work. But I want to be a mom. Maybe I should find a part-time job. But who would watch my kid? Maybe I should try medical assisting online like I see in these magazines. But I don't know if I want to do that. So there were a lot of conflicting things going on in my head around my goal of wanting to be a mother. And I did the best I could to cope with what I had, with what I knew, and tried my best to work through some of the things that were making life miserable, but I didn't really know how. I just kept going and prayed and hoped it would get better. I stayed stuck because I had committed to being a mother, and I didn't know how to mentally work through some of the things that were going on in my brain to help me improve. I have always been a fairly positive person, fairly easy to get along with, or at least I feel, (laughs) and generally upbeat. I always tried to do the right thing, and being a mother felt like the right thing. So just keep trucking. You can make it through. It will get easier as the baby gets older and you have more kids. And some of these thoughts got me through for a long period. They helped me to have some sort of hope. Something to look forward to. Something to imagine that the future would be better than my present. Because my present at that point in my life was incredibly difficult. (laughs) It was hard. Really hard. I put on a good face though. I let people think that I was enjoying being a mom, (laughs) that I liked my job as a stay-at-home mom, that I enjoyed all the motherly tasks. 
that I enjoyed cleaning all the time and that I enjoyed making dinner every night and that I just loved getting up throughout the night to nurse my baby. I put on a good face and there were moments that I did enjoy those things, but it was definitely more of a process for me. Some of those things, like making dinner and cleaning, I've had to train myself to enjoy. There was a very helpful tool that I found in helping train myself to enjoy these things of motherhood, and that was learning from other mothers through podcasting. I would invite these mothers into my bathroom with me while I got ready, in my kitchen while I did my dishes, and on my couch while I folded folded my laundry. And these women would share insights about what they were doing in motherhood and things that they did that made it better. And I held on to these ideals, these dreams, and I would try to implement them into my life. And that started to make a difference. And do you know what it was that made the difference? It was the thoughts I was thinking about the tasks I was doing that was making the difference. The tasks hadn't changed. Taking care of the baby was still the same. Being home alone with a baby was still the same. Washing the dishes, cleaning the house, and making dinner were all still the same. But what had changed was my thoughts around these activities and the way I chose to look at them. Our thoughts are so powerful. And I'm excited in this podcast to delve deeper and in teaching you the tools that I have found in having your thoughts work for you and not against you. Because for the first while of our marriage, of my being a mother, my thoughts were not serving me. They were almost working against me. But as I started clinging to these truths that other women taught me, I started to enjoy my season of motherhood more. Now, it has come for me as a line upon line, precept upon precept, kind of here a little, there a little, and not all at once. But implementing these thought changes over an extended amount of time has incredibly improved my life. Not only my life, but my motherhood. I absolutely love being a mom right now. I enjoy it a lot. I still have days that are extremely difficult and hard and I wonder why (laughs) and why I've chosen to stay home and homeschool my kids. But overall, I have more days that are filled with goodness and that are good and that I enjoy being a mom than are bad. And my mind is in such a better place than it was at the beginning where I almost went a little bit crazy. Sometimes we have these goals. We can see the vision of it, but we're not sure how to get there. I could picture this vision of my mind of being a stay-at-home mom and how awesome it could be and how much I could really enjoy it, but I didn't quite know how to get there. Even though it seemed really hard, it seemed really daunting, almost something I didn't know if I wanted to do, I wasn't quite ready to let go of that dream and that ideal. And you might have a goal that you have been trying to reach for a long time, that you've thought about, that's been on your mind, that you want to implement, that you want to start doing, or maybe it's something that you want to stop doing, but you're not quite sure how to get there. I can help you. I'm going to give you something to try this week, something to notice, and that is your thoughts. As you go throughout this week, Think about the thoughts that are holding you back 
from the goal that you want to reach, from the thing you want to start doing or the thing you want to stop doing. What is holding you back? What thoughts do you think around that? Are you having thoughts like, this is too hard? This is too difficult? I don't want to. I don't know how. I'm just unsure. It's just not the right time. Maybe in a few years when things slow down a little bit. Maybe when my kids are raised. What are the thoughts you are thinking around the goals that you have? And I want you to notice them this week. Pay attention to those thoughts because those thoughts are the ones that we are going to work on changing and that will be for your benefit. So I will continue on changing those negative thoughts in next week's podcast. I want to tell you about something that I am currently offering right now though. If you are listening right now or in the near future, this is April of 2021, I am offering a few spots to sit by you. Now let me explain what sitting by you means. I have kids who are a little bit older now. My oldest is seven. And the older two have started taking piano lessons. And I was kind of scratching my head because it was difficult, (laughs) really difficult to get them to practice the piano. I remember one week I took my son and he had hardly practiced at all. I, of course, had told him to, and I think he even sat down at the piano, but I don't think much practicing got done. And the piano teacher didn't say much, but I could tell from his lesson that he really didn't know the songs very good, that he hadn't practiced very good. I was a little discouraged and hung up by this because my kids actually really wanted to take piano, and they were excited about it. So I decided to reach out to a friend and ask her what she did to encourage her kids to practice the piano and to do it. And she told me a life-changing thought. Thank you, Camille, if you're listening. (laughs) But she said, I sit with them. She sits with her kids while they practice the piano. So I was like, duh, kind of slapping my hand on my forehead. Why don't I try that? So the next week, I tried sitting with my son while he practiced the piano. The next week, there we are at piano lessons, and he is rocking it. (laughs) He's doing really well. And his piano teacher's like, wow, I can tell that you practiced this week. Like, she was thoroughly impressed that he was doing so well. And I was, it was a huge eye-opener for me. I was like, duh, that is what we need. We need someone to sit with us. To sit with us when we're trying to reach our goals, to help lead us through, to give us the right thoughts to help us with our goals, and to encourage us to keep going, to keep trying and doing it. And that is what I want to offer. I want to sit with a few of you in trying to reach your goals. Now, I will admit, I am a little bit new at this. I'm a little bit new at mentoring and helping others. But I'm really excited and I feel I can add value in helping you reach your goals. So if a few of you want to reach out to me, I will sit with you, meaning you will tell me your goal. I will help you to find the right thoughts to think and the right action steps to take for you in your life and in your season. And then I'm going to be there for whatever we determined, a few weeks or so, or I don't know. I feel like it'll be individualized, so I don't want to put a limit on it. (laughs) But 
but I will sit with you. I will help you with your thoughts and I will encourage you. And I want to give this a try with a few of you. So if you will reach out via Facebook at Meliora Mentor, spelt M-E-L-I-O-R-A, Mentor, at Facebook Messenger, or you can even email me at Meliora Mentor, M-E-L-I-O-R-A, <laughs> Mentor at gmail.com. And if you will reach out to me, I would love to sit with you and help you reach your goals. This is something that I'm offering for free for a limited time, and I will link to my Facebook and my email in the show notes. It might be an easier way than remembering how to spell Meliora. (laughs) I am Jocelyn. I help dreamers with an inner desire who are having a hard time making progress in their goals to find small, doable steps without making drastic changes to their everyday life. And I can help you right now for free. I can sit with you right now for free. I may ask a testimonial at the end of our sitting with you, but that's it. Anyways, if that interests you or someone you might know, please reach out. And if this podcast add value to your life, I know it can add value to your friends. Some of them you may have even thought about as you are listening to this podcast. Tell them about it. I thank you for it. Until next time.